Thanks for listening to the Protectors of the Wood adventure series. Support us on Patreon at Protectors of the Wood. The Protectors of the Wood adventure series. Episode number 138. Exciting and scary. Abby and Sarah had been talking for over an hour, alone in the church basement. Sarah was looking for a good story for her new job writing for the Evansville Record. When Abby began explaining all that was at stake in the upcoming election for a new trustee at the Middletown United Church, Sarah knew she had found what she was looking for. My Rivergate story will be published this Sunday, both hard copy and online, and I'll follow it up with the battle for the future of the church and Middletown. But Abby, these secret things, they're at stake in this election too. Nobody can fully understand it with the information that I can publish so far. Abby gave her a sad smile. Yeah, you're right about that. But we'll just have to live with it for now. Hmm. It's like a Chinese box. Each time you open one, there's another inside it. And I'm still on the first one. Not quite. You know about Rivergate and the info Sunny approves for the publication. That first article leads right into the second and will be big news for many people. And it all relates back to the events of a week ago that attracted the attention of Freddie Baez and the news outlets in River City. You're the only one who can make all that a continuous story. And it's definitely related to the mission of Students Against Fossil Fuels. Abby nodded at Sarah's staff t-shirt, making her best effort to inspire confidence in Sarah's heart, even though Abby felt precious little in her own. Did you know that Tuck gave a sermon last week on the immorality and hypocrisy benefiting from fossil fuel investments? And that he's planning a campaign that includes pressure on his own Christian denomination? And that your college group can run a table at our festival this Saturday, publicizing your mission? And by the way, I'm sure the Murphy Group has major investments in fossil fuel-related industries. Industrial agriculture is the most obvious, but I bet a little research would uncover much more, like mining operations and distribution systems, and of course, their propaganda machine. This whole angle is no secret. Your boss will be interested, and we'll need some good press from the Evansville record. I have to admit, I'm terrified by the kind of write-up we'll get from the Middletown Standard. Sarah had stars in her eyes, thinking of the opportunities before her. Finally, she could not contain her excitement and reached out and hugged Abby. Oh, I just want to kiss you. I'm so happy. Don't worry, I get it. I can see what's public and what's private here. And this is my kind of work. What luck for me. It's scary, though. It's on my mind every day how unscrupulous and angry our opponents are. Don't underestimate them. That just makes this project all the more worth doing. Any restrictions I don't see? 
I don't think so. Just let me read a draft before it goes to press. Sarah looked at Abby with admiration and annoyance. Oh, you're just like Sunny. I understand. Later that night, after the youth council meeting and a short talk with Reverend Tuck, Abby walked back to her cottage with hope and fear raging inside her. She knew that the last six days, the entire time she'd been living in the churchyard, had gone almost impossibly well. She could hardly believe the new opportunities that were opening up in her life, like miraculous gifts from her beloved guardian angel. Her horizons had expanded as if she'd been climbing an incredibly tall tree. Yet, it was scary in the same way. A fall now would be a disaster. It was a long way down. She watched the moon, a tiny crescent, setting way beyond Bridge Avenue, Highway 71, and the swamp, out in the mythic land where the moon goes each night. The air was fresh and warm with a slightly cool breeze. She began to walk around the yard, forcing herself to think through her achievements and the problems to come. She was reminded of her first night in the churchyard, dreaming of her vision as a child, the night the stars came to earth. Yes, I am still here. I am always here. The eerie feeling of another world intersecting this one began to come over her, and she shook it off. The night seemed haunted with strange intuitions like shadows. Abby walked through the living darkness of the wild area to the secret place. Faint noises rustled in the undergrowth, and the familiar owl hooted. The spot seemed magical to Abby. She thought again of the children's claim that grown-ups always ruin it. With a shock, she realized that this judgment was as true for the whole planet as it was for the wild area. Abby imagined what Morphy would do if he bought the churchyard. There could be no doubt that he would wipe out all plant and animal life and build a new office building for his corporation, as if he didn't have enough space in the new 90-floor Geddon Tower in River City. They always ruin it. Grown-ups don't like these places. They always ruin it. <laughs> Since when do children run the world? I am in charge here. Too bad, girl. You're in way over your head. It was all about domination control and revenge. Abby began to shiver. Something was bound to happen. No matter how small or insignificant they seemed, Morphe clearly had his own view of the larger issues hidden underneath. Walking back up the path, Abby approached the abandoned building. 
Her eye was caught by a faint flicker of light leaking through a boarded-up window on the second story. She stopped and stared, and the light was gone. Abby was thinking, What would a stalker be doing up there? Hmm. Taking pictures, of course, of the ugliest and most damaged part of the building. Their strategy will be to accuse Tuck of negligence and mismanagement with a frame-up for financial crimes. And of course, they'll slander me as a witch with evil powers and motivations. And they will surely act before the election. Something caught her eye from the street beyond the front gate. Now what's that shadow? It's moving. She walked quickly up the street. Yes, it's a stalker in dark clothing. He's over opposite Old Stone Road now. Why would he be scoping out that area? Maybe his brother stalker gets in and out of the abandoned building over there, and he's making sure it's deserted. No use getting Tuck out of bed for this. They'll disappear in no time. I think their work is done. The pictures will appear at the worst possible moment, whenever that may be. Abby lay in bed tossing and turning. The air was hot and stifling. Her mind kept repeating the same old thoughts. She's 
finding the way Showing a path on my darkest day Sometimes I think an angel's helping me Please help me, I'm dropping like a stone Living with pain and fear all alone Help my loved ones, I'm begging you now I try my best but I don't know how I need your help, I'm dropping like a stone I think a spirit's following me I think she's made of something you can see Wherever I'm going, she's going with me I know there's something She's gonna give me Sometimes I think A spirit's following me Thanks for following our story The Protectors of the Ward Adventure series Support us on Patreon At Protectors of the Wood. Remember that everyone can make a difference. <laughs> <laughs>